The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. To access inner resources to create the most productive, loving, and joyful life, each of us needs to awaken to explore in depth who we really are. Welcome to Explorations in Consciousness with Dr. Joe. Today, we'll learn what our past lives can tell us about our present life and understand how our beliefs create our reality. Now, here is Dr. Joe Mancini. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dr. Joe Mancini, your host for Explorations in Consciousness with Dr. Joe. I'm a certified clinical hypnotherapist and spiritual counselor in private practice in Maryland. In various ways on the show, in every episode, we have examined how to access inner resources to create the most productive, loving, and joyful life. As I have said repeatedly, each of us needs to awaken to explore in depth who each of us really is, to recognize oneself as a compassionate, multidimensional being made of God stuff, and to accept responsibility for being the co-creator with all that is of every bit of one's reality. This series of 13 episodes that began on August 13 has focused on what past lives can tell us about who we really are. My guests and I have examined several related topics, such as the true nature of past lives, soul mission and karma, the multidimensional self, reincarnating soul groups, intact group past life regression, soul contracts, how to change past lives, natal regression, using past life regression to capture lost history, life between lives hypnotherapy, and research on the positive effects of past life regression. You can access any of my past episodes by going to the episode directory on my Voice America homepage. And you can download all of them as MP3s or as podcasts into iTunes, all for free. A further aid to all this exploration has been the concepts about past lives and other metaphysical matters that were voiced by Seth, that energy personality essence channeled by Jane Roberts from 1963 to her passing over in 1984. Rich Kendall, one of the so-called New York boys who attended Jane's ESP classes in the early 70s, shared with us at the beginning of the series some of Seth's ideas about past lives. As I mentioned last week, today's episode is the last one of the Past Life series. It signals also the end of the show. I have decided to move on to other venues where I can continue to help individuals discover who they really are. For instance, I will be turning these episodes into an ebook and or a regular book, adding commentaries and chapters on material for which there was no time in the episodes. And on November 9th, I'll be doing a workshop called Hypnodrama, a day of improvisational fun. This workshop uses hypnosis and improv to help our participants move beyond limiting beliefs. On Thursday night, November 14th, I am facilitating a group past life regression open to anyone at my home office in Rockville, Maryland. 
The weekend of November 16th, 17th in Beltsville, Maryland, I will be facilitating with Dana and Shana Robinson a workshop called Future Life Progression and Shamanic Journey. In addition, I am very excited that in January I will be offering teleclasses on the set's material and other metaphysical topics, classes in which registrants and I will be able to connect in a more interactive manner. The first set of three teleclasses will focus on on Seth's notion of limiting and expanding beliefs and their practical effects on our lives. Moreover, I will be continuing explorations in consciousness with Dr. Joe on my own via YouTube and podcasts. I will still be interviewing guests on many topics such as dreams, near-death experiences, and the transformational power of crystals. And there is one more opportunity for you, anyone who wants a session in any of the modalities presented in this series should contact me. If you are not able to come in person, I can do most of these sessions on Skype. To inquire about any of these workshops or services or to be on my email list, please email me at soulserver at erols.com or call me at 301-526-2043. Or go to www.lifetransforminghypnotherapy.com for more details. Those individuals joining my email list will receive a free MP3 Sacred Space Hypnosis. All my contact info, I'm sorry, all my contact info is also on my homepage. And now to my guest and the topic for today. We end the series pretty much as we began it with more about Seth's teachings about past lives and related ma- uh, matters. My guest is Lawrence Davidson, another of Jane Roberts' ESP students in the early 70s, and one of the New York boys. Lawrence will share how he came to find out about Seth and why he came to Jane's weekly classes. He also will share his own memories of how Seth approached the topic of past lives and what Seth said about Lawrence's own his anecdotes about the set phenomenon then and through the years, and about how those early class experiences changed his life add color to his story. Finally, his perspectives on the San Francisco Bay Area Seth Conference, which he has or, uh, organized for the last several years, show the ongoing power of the Seth material. And now, good morning, Lawrence, and welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, Joseph. Uh, glad to be here. Well, I'm very glad that you're here, and as I said, we end as we began uh, with my favorite topic, and that's Seth. How did you come to be in Jane's ESP class? I know you know uh, Rich Kendall, so you guys kind of had the same uh, introduction to it, right? It's it's kind of funny, because it's it's almost uh, word for word the the same story, Uh, you know, we we had we were all you know it was early seventies. We were all out there, you know, trying to figure out what the deal was and who we were and how reality was set up. And uh, uh, at least with me, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, I I I got it. I was interested in, and I I fooled around with. Uh, I had, uh, you know, I had uh, some very wonderful uh, LSD experiences, and 
uh, one or two not so, <laughs> not so wonderful. And basically what I had succeeded in doing uh, with uh, one of the last ones was I, I basically uh, kicked open a door and uh, I, I could not close it. I could not figure out how to close it. And uh, I was, I, I didn't know it at the time, but what was happening was I was seeing uh, through the camouflage system. I was, you know, um, I knew cert- I knew things weren't solid. I knew that, uh, you know, that it was basically, you know, basically an illusion. I like camouflage a lot better because uh, <laughs> it, uh, you know, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't sound uh, so typical. And uh, I was uh, pretty, again, I, you know, I just didn't have that much of a background in uh, the whole, metaf- I had some metaphysical background, but not quite uh, good enough to help me in that situation. So I, I searched around, and uh, a couple of my f- friends, uh, Richard included, uh, we, we found this, this teacher who seemed to have uh, uh, the wherewithal to help us with uh, the, the problem that we were having in that, you know, we, we didn't trust reality and, and at least myself I was terrified of my own consciousness at, at certain points, you know. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, I just didn't trust physical reality because I knew it wasn't real. And uh, you, when you're 22, <laughs> when you're 22 years old, it's, it's kind of a handful to deal with. And at, at any rate, you know, I studied with that teacher, and uh, he passed on. And uh, he had us, you know, he had us read a, a series of, of pretty boring books. And then at the, you know, when you got through these books, that basically would set you up. So you could read the Seth material through his filter, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's how I became aware of the Seth material. And through uh, some very brilliant <laughs> uh, creations on my part and on, on Richard's part, uh, uh, you know, R- Richard and... Uh, uh, a, f- a few other guys had uh, figured out a way to get to, they were going to class, and they brought me up. And uh, I, it, uh, it was really pretty astonishing because, you know, it, it was 250 miles each way. It was, yeah. it was kind of brutal. Even, even when you're that young, it was, that was kind of brutal. And I went to work the next morning. That's still amazing to me. <laughs> After hearing Richie talk about that, I'm still yeah. awed. And, and I, you know, I, I walked into the, you know, I walked into the room, and uh, I kind of, you know, I felt really comfortable walk, and and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat shy, and for me to walk into a room full of strangers is usually not the most pleasant experience. But I walked in and I felt like, ah, okay, you know, this this feels really good. And then when I made eye contact with Jane at one point, 
she just kind of smiled this remarkable smile, and I knew I was home. You know, wow. I, I just knew this is where I belong, and uh, we we connected right off the bat, and uh, it uh, you know it really was uh, pretty special. And as the evening went on, if when Seth finally came through, uh, Richard was in a, a heated discussion with one of the other uh, guys uh, about this previous teacher, because you know we couldn't quite, you know, some of us couldn't quite throw out all of his teachings, you know, we wanted to hold on to some of it because we had spent a lot of time, a lot of work on this. And anyway, long story short, uh, you know, the first thing I, I hear is this voice kind of almost, you know, uh, it, it, at the t- you know, his voice, Seth's voice was so powerful, I took it to be he was yelling at them and he wasn't, he was just, that's the way he sounded. And, uh, he, he basically, you know, was, was talking to the two of them and trying to straighten, straighten that stuff out. And, uh, he, he, he ended his, his little talk with them. Well, part of his talk with them, he said, quote, uh, we do not need a miniature religious war. We do not need a Gnostic war. And that te- the teacher, uh, the previous teacher, you know, had uh, referred to himself as a Gnostic, and he was, and we, we considered ourselves Gnostics. And uh, a, a little while later, I, 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 was, I was speaking, I think I was trying to explain to Jane and the clay, I mean, Jane would come out of trance and she would look around and say, well, what happened? What, <laughs> mm-hmm. she wasn't there. And, uh, you know, I, I was, I was, I was talking and of course I was, you know, still very involved with, uh, that other teaching. And, you know, I had, I had brought up the ego and, you know, I, I thought I was sounding really, uh, you know, witty (laughs) and Seth came Seth came through and looked right at me which uh, was was a little uncomfortable Um, and he said there's a remark I want to make and he looked at me and in kind of a loudish voice he said value your ego do not all of you be so willing to thrust it aside it is a good and valuable friend. And then he said, forget the term. The ego is a portion of your inner self. It is you. And basically, that was so, so new to me. That was like no one had ever, I had never come across anything like that before. You know, I mean, a lot of the stuff I was reading was the ego is kind of, you know, you got to transcend the ego. The ego is a problem. The ego is, is not, uh, is not the, the cat's pajamas, you know. And uh, Seth said, you know, basically not only did he not say that, he told me to forget 
just to forget the, the term, forget forget the whole work. And well, uh, that really started opening up a lot of. Uh, it it, it kind of gave me a key to getting into uh, parts of my inner world that I hadn't been able to uh, access before. And one and, of the uh, things, you let, know, let those, me those, jump in, because those, we're those. about to take a break. Okay. Um, I okay. want to reemphasize what you're saying about, um, about Seth, Seth's appreciation of the ego. It's one of the... Uh, conceptualizations that uh, people who are searching consciousness, especially in the uh, today as well as in the past, uh, don't get to really hear. As you you know you implied, the ego is, is supposed to be this bad thing that one wants to get rid of or annihilate or whatever, and you can't do it. And if you did, as Seth said, another ego would simply come up out of the inner self. So when we come back from break, I'm going to ask you. Uh, to talk about um, one of those egos, uh, one of your past life egos, uh, that uh, really startled you one morning when you were shaving. So you bet. We will we will take a break now. You're listening to Explorations in Consciousness with Dr. Joe. I'm Dr. Joe Mancini, and we we will be right back with more from my guest Lawrence Davidson, who is sharing his experiences of Seth, who had a lot to say about past lives. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you thought that there may be more to your life than you know? Maybe you're puzzled by coincidences that seem to happen out of nowhere. Or possibly you have a sense of deja vu in a place you have never been before. What about those dreams that seem to materialize right before your eyes? Or bring startling, clear images of loved ones who have passed over? These are only a few of the great many topics that you can find much more about by having a hypnotherapeutic session with Dr. Joe Mancini. Dr. Joe is a clinical hypnotherapist certified by many national and international hypnosis organizations specializing in spiritual hypnotherapy. Dr. Joe can help you discover much more of who you really are and why you came here this time around. Joe's clients repeatedly emphasize his vast spiritual knowledge, amazing skills, and great heart. He establishes a safe, caring environment in which individuals feel free to be all that they are. Call Joe at 301-526-2043 or reach him by email at soulserver at errols.com to find out more. That's 301-526-2043 or by email at soul, S-R-V-R, at E-R-O-L-S dot com. Be visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Explorations in Consciousness with Dr. Joe. To reach Dr. Joe Mancini or his guest, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. 
You may also send an email to soulserver at erols.com. That's soul, S-R-V-R, at erols, E-R-O-L-S, dot com. Now, back to Explorations in Consciousness. Welcome back, everyone. This is Dr. Joe Mancini hosting Explorations in Consciousness with Dr. Joe. I'm talking with my guest, Lawrence Davidson, one of the New York boys who attended Jane Roberts' ESP class in the early 70s. Before the break, Lawrence, um, I alerted you to the, to the fact that I wanted you to talk about that past life uh, ego that you found in your mirror uh, one morning. You, you, you bet. Uh, I, I just would like to back up one moment. Um, Sepp had, uh, when he was talking about how you, um, you know, you could, um, if you did succeed in destroying the ego, a new one would pop up immediately. Mm-hmm. And that new one would know what had happened to the previous one and it would have problems. It would, you know, not like me, it would not necessarily be all that comfortable in physical reality. It wouldn't necessarily trust physical reality. And I had done that with that LSD experience. Basically, I I did shoot holes (laughs) Mm -hmm. through that ego and, uh, uh, I, I spent quite some time trying to figure out ways to fill out, fill up that hole, and uh, whatever. And and luckily, you know, I I did come across the Seth material, and that and that was the answer for me. But uh, the refer, getting back to the uh, uh, the mirror episode, uh, you know, during you know at. I think by that time I had been going to class for for a fairly long time, and uh, you know the people in the class would you know we we would start every class you know Jane would say well did did anybody have any any experiences or good dreams or whatever that they would like to share, and these you know the folks in that class I mean <laughs> they were a lot of them were incredibly psychically talented and uh, uh, I mean to the point where you know w- w- one of the women would was constantly would, would come over and, and do things like say well Thursday night I had a dream and in that dream you know you were there and you were wearing such and such and then I'd, I'd look at my notes and I'd go my god <laughs> I, that's that's what happened you know I I, I, you know, I re- for whatever reason I remembered what I was wearing, what, what, whatever. But, but at any rate, so it, you, you, I, you know, I kind of really wanted to have, you know, really good experiences just for myself. But I also wanted to kind of fit in with the rest of the group and 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 have, you know, uh, really good experiences. So, so at any rate. Uh, one morning, I was in my apartment. I'm shaving, uh, you know, getting ready to go to work, whatever. And as I was shaving, I, I, the mirror w- stopped reflecting the wall behind me, and it kind of, you know, faded out. And there was like a forest there, 
And I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> and uh, I, it, it felt very comfortable, and I, you know, I, I didn't have any, you know, it was, it was a good, it was exciting, actually. And then the face changed. It was not my face in the, in the mirror anymore. And then I wasn't in the bathroom, I wasn't in the mirror, nothing. I was in this forest, inside of this guy's head. And he was some kind of uh, Confederate soldier, and he was uh, he, he he was he 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 was basically talking to some prisoner and telling him all kinds of nasty things he was going to do to him unless this guy gave him this information, and it completely creeped me out. Uh, I was just kind of like, oh my god. You know, this, this, this is, this guy is, you know, I don't know what this guy is or who he is, but I certainly want no part of him. And it made, he made my skin crawl basically just because of the way he, he felt, you know, about violence and war and honor and this, that, and the other. And it was, you know, I, I, of course, was a, a long haired, you know, draft dodging uh, <laughs> guy, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I knew war was never, you know, something that I could justify at, at, any, at any rate. So it, it really, it only lasted for a couple of, couple of seconds. I mean, it was really brief. And uh, I brought it up in class and I mentioned it and uh, Seth came through and basically said, did it, did it? Did you? Did, it, did you realize that while you were looking out through his eyes, that he was looking out through yours, and that he was wondering where these thoughts of cowardice were were coming from? As creeped out as I was about this guy, he was equally, if not more, creeped out by me. Because you know I was a you know a peacenik you know and uh, and he he had uh, he had a bit you know we had problems with one another and you know eventually you know because of what Seth had said you know Seth basically was saying this this guy is just you know another aspect he's a he's a part of you he's a reincarnational he he's a re- reincarnational self he's part of you. And I was just beginning to get the, you know, the point of power is now. We're we're creating our reality from this moment. And I was starting to catch on with, well, there is no past. There is no future. It is now, period. And that I, I would be able to communicate with this guy. And what this guy had that I was really jealous of was he completely trusted his energy. He completely trusted who he was. He had no doubts about, you know, uh, his, his, his power, his energy. And I was the other way around because of my, you know, earlier experiences with the LSD, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and after a while... 
I, he, you know, through dreams, through conversations in the dream state and whatever, he gave me that ability to, to trust myself again, to, to feel my power, to feel my energy, to know that, you know, I, you know, I create my reality and what I create is good. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, what he got from me, I, I think, was, uh, <laughs> I, I think he, he chilled out a little bit. And, uh, you know, after a while, it kind of just faded. I think we had pretty much gotten, given each other what, you know, we had to give. And oddly enough, uh, you know, not that long ago, you know, maybe a, a year or so, he kind of popped up again, and I kind of started to get what he had done after the war, and uh-huh. that, you know, that he had come home and his farm or uh, plantation, whatever, you know, his home was gone, his life down there was shot, and he left the South and went to the Southwest and uh, got involved with the cattle industry. And uh, that, you know, that was always kind of interesting. And, and, you know, I think, one, you know, one of the things that rubbed off on me from him is this guy really loved his horses. I mean, he really was connected. He was a very good horseman. And uh, I'm not the greatest horseman in the world, but I, I, I mean, I love them. I mean, to me, they're one of the most spectacular, holy animals on the planet. You know, it's, uh, uh, I, I, I think they're phenomenally magical. And uh, yeah, that, that's kind of what's going on, going on with him. And um, So let me jump in here. Sure. Lawrence, um, this is such a fascinating story because it illustrates many things, um, several of which you've already outlined. But I really want to emphasize how, and I've said this before in other episodes, that because um, past lives and future lives and the the present life are all simultaneous, um, none of the lives in the so-called past are finished so they can be changed if the ego uh, of the past life so-called past life persona is willing to accept the influence and uh, that's what you basically what you're saying is that this man this confederate officer did apparently uh, allow himself to be affected by your peacefulness and that's probably why he uh did what he did at the end of the war and his concern for his horses showed a heart that um, he probably, his own heart that was probably stimulated by yours. And what, what Seth said after he, um, he came to the conclusion uh, he did about your past life, he said, the past is now, the future is now, you are not suffering because of any crimes that you have committed in a past life. And we want that clearly understood. So, again, it brings up the issue of karma, that there's no cause and effect here. There's simply 
openness to being influenced um, in either direction. Uh, and you show that by your account. And by the way, I'm telling my listeners, I read um, that excerpt um, from uh, Sue Watkins' Conversations with Seth, uh, the story of Jane Roberts' ESP class. Uh, Sue was uh, also a very important part of that class, and a lot of what happened there uh, is in these two volumes, and I was quoting from that. Um, Lawrence, what was your your pseudonym in that book? Oh, gee. <laughs> oh, this hurts. Okay. They can uh, find you. Oh, you don't have to tell them, but they will no, find you. No, no, it. no. It, it, it's, it's just for, for whatever reason, uh, I, and I never quite uh, got a straight answer, or, 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 or I might not have even asked Sue, because it, it just struck me so strange. She, she wanted to keep the LD. Because uh, mm-hmm. uh, when people weren't calling me Lawrence, they were calling me LD. You know, that was, that was you know, my name, actually, with a, with a lot of the, the, the other boys from New York. And uh, she decided uh, <laughs> that my name was Lauren... Del Marie, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> you know, and I couldn't, for the life of me, think about think of why you know she would pick that name, and you know, a, a number of of people just kind of was like, "Well, I I I think you know she was uh, um, kind of uh, how can I how can I say this and not get into trouble." <laughs> um, uh, you, you you were being de- if there's such a word demasculinized, you know, by mm-hmm. that that you know, because Lauren can go either way, and right. and George's pick drawings of me in that book uh, are you know are are very sensitive, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And and you know, granted, I I I am a, a sensitive guy, uh, and especially back then, uh, you know, arty and <laughs> and all of that. But uh, it was uh, it it was just funny. I I thought that that was the name that 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 she would pick out for me, and because uh, cause it didn't quite fit in with a, a, a with a lot of who else I was at that uh-huh. point in time. You know, it was, you know, the early 70s, and there was, you know, besides Seth, there was still quite a bit of sex, drugs, and rock and roll in my life. Not too many drugs, thank, thankfully, but uh, the, the, the other two were, were quite prominent in, in my life. And uh, for, for her to call me, you know, Lauren was, was, was just really kind of humorous, you know, and I, I still get a kick out of it. Well, I want to uh, mention that, of course, Seth had a name for you, or, or to be more accurate, for your entity, and uh, I think we'll take an early break so we won't interrupt your accounting sure. of that. So, uh, we are going to take a break. You're listening to Explorations in Consciousness with Dr. Joe. I'm Dr. Joe Mancini, and we'll be right back with more from my guest, Lawrence Davidson, 
who is sharing his experiences of Seth. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Have you thought that there may be more to your life than you know? Maybe you're puzzled by coincidences that seem to happen out of nowhere. Or possibly you have a sense of deja vu in a place you have never been before. What about those dreams that seem to materialize right before your eyes? Or bring startling, clear images of loved ones who have passed over? These are only a few of the great many topics that you can find much more about by having a hypnotherapeutic session with Dr. Joe Mancini. Dr. Joe is a clinical hypnotherapist certified by many national and international hypnosis organizations specializing in spiritual hypnotherapy. Dr. Joe can help you discover much more of who you really are and why you came here this time around. Joe's clients repeatedly emphasize his vast spiritual knowledge, amazing skills, and great heart. He establishes a safe, caring environment in which individuals feel free to be all that they are. Call Joe at 301-526-2043 or reach him by email at soulserver at erols.com to find out more. That's 301-526-2043 or by email at soul, S-R-V-R, at E-R-O-L-S dot com. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Explorations in Consciousness with Dr. Joe. To reach Dr. Joe Mancini or his guest... Please call into our program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to soulserver at erols.com. That's soul, S-R-V-R, at erols, E-R-O-L-S, dot com. Now, back to Explorations in Consciousness. Welcome back, everyone. This is Dr. Joe Mancini hosting Explorations in Consciousness with Dr. Joe. And I'm having this fascinating conversation with my guest, Lawrence Davidson, one of the New York boys who attended Jane Roberts' ESP class in the early 70s. So, Lawrence, um, I mentioned before the break um, that Seth had a name for you as well. Tell us about that. Well, uh, as... uh uh, uh, every now and then, Seth would give somebody their entity name. Uh, like, you know, uh, Jane was Rupert, uh, Rob was Joseph. And a lot of, you know, every now and then he would just kind of, you know, kinda, he'd be talking and he'd go, oh yeah, by the way, your name is... Uh, uh, tipping my hat to another one of the boys, uh, Star Ajari, you know, and like these really great Samari names. Mm-hmm. And uh, before you uh, go further, tell my listeners what an entity name is. Well, uh, it would be basically the name for your whole self. Your uh, oh, 
you know, your greater self, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, be kind of beyond your oversoul. You know, it's just the, uh, the, 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 the big part of you, you know, the, the part of you that's uh, a, a little, a little closer and a little more in tune with uh, all that is. Not that, you know, I, I mean, in our terms, really, I mean, because, you know, but one thing Seth over and over and over and over again pointed out that there were no divisions to the self. And that really has been a key for me to understand, you know, to get what understanding that I do have uh, of, of the material, which, you know. And, uh, and, and is it, would it be accurate to say that the entity really um, manifests all of the parallel cells, the future cells, the past life cells, the counterpart cells, the present the, self, it, the, it yeah, combines oh yeah, the, all the of those ball, and, all, and more. The whole ball of wax. Okay. And uh, he had one, at one point, he, uh, he had mentioned that uh, at, there would be a class where he would give out the entity names. And, uh, you know, uh, one of the one of the things that I don't I don't know if it really comes across that well in Sue's book, but when uh, the the one the one thing that the boys brought with them was as as a complete respect for Seth and and a, a very good intellectual understanding of of Seth. We all, most of us also had absolutely no fear of confronting him when he said something that even dimly sounded like he was contradicting himself. Mm-hmm. And he had said he was going to, you know, give us this class. And I kept, you know, at, at least once a month, I was like, so Seth, you know, when, <laughs> when are you going to give us this class, you know? And... I, I, you know, he'd kind of smile and he'd go, you know, soon or later or, you know, when, when, when you, des- you know, when you, I mean, he'd make jokes about it. He said, when you're ready and whatever. And finally, you know, I asked one, one more time and he said, next week. And of course, next week, the, <laughs> the class went from being, you know, 12 to 15 people to, <laughs> To about thirty-five people, you know, people wow. who had gone to class once years ago. Everybody showed up, and they wanted to get their entity names. And uh, so Seth, he 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 really only gave the names to the 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 real, you know, the class members who were current and who were coming all the time. And he's going around the room, and again, all of the names were a lot of the names were like. Uh, just beautiful Samari sounding uh, names, and when he got to me, he looked at me and he said, "Pan," <laughs> and of, the whole room bursts in into hysterical laughter because I must have turned white as a sheet, and my jaw had to have gone through the floor, and I was like. Wait a minute. <laughs> what, what are you saying here? Because he kept referring, he would, he would always, many times he referred to me as the Piper. And when he would say the Piper, 
I thought he was talking about my my Scott my Scott heritage, you know, and, you know, both sides of my family, as far back as I can go, they're they're all from Scotland, and I thought, well, yeah, you know, he's 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 making a joke about bagpipes or 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 whatever. But no, he meant pan, and uh, it, uh, you know, it's been something I've been trying to get my head around for 40-some-odd years, and, you know, sometimes I get it, and I just, you know, feel this phenomenal energy. I've always been very close to nature. I've always um, actually, it, it, again, in that, that first class I went to, um, he mentioned uh, uh, he uh, again. I, w- I, I was talking about you know ego, and uh, you know he looked at me and he said uh, the squirrel would be quite happy with your ego for a day and quite pleased. He would yes. say, "Oh, world, I would be glad not to chatter." And he would listen to the squirrel and think, oh, my, what a blessing this animal is without an ego. Well, Mm. I've always been uh, attracted, uh, not attracted, squirrels have always been a totem to me. They've always been very magical just because they seem to be working on a different timeline than the rest of us. You know, they, they can move, you know. Uh, it just seemed to me, from, even from when I was a little kid, that uh, they were uh, uh, they were free, or they were freer from time than we were, just because they would, you know, move around so quickly. You know, kind of like kind of like hummingbirds. You know, it was just uh, I was very impressed by that. And so, and and he looked right at me, and I was like, huh, and and. I, I, I want to point out really, I don't want to get off track too too much here, but he had this ability, and Jane also had this ability. They would kind of, they could look at you, and they would, they would see so much that you had no idea that other people could see. Even before I met them, even before I went up there, I gave my cop, you know, my copies uh, you know the only books that were available uh, besides how to develop your ESP power. I had a copy of Seth Material and Seth Speaks that I gave to one of the guys who brought it up there, and Jane signed them for me. Well, um, the, on Seth Speaks, I opened it. I opened up the book, and there was nothing on the front end page, and I was like, "Huh, oh, I guess she forgot to do it." And then, in, you know, I just got a feeling, and I opened up the back end page, and upside down, she had written this uh, inscription, and it said, upside down people sometimes bite their way out of cosmic mazes. <laughs> and I, I was a breech baby. Wow. And, and none of the guys, of course, none of the guys would know this. And I was just, I was completely blown away with this. I said, how the hell, <laughs> pardon me, I mean, how, how could this woman possibly know that, you know? And uh, it, it was just 
Seth at times would talk about how sometimes he really had to focus because when he would be sitting there looking at you, right. he wasn't just yeah. seeing, you know, Joe. He was seeing all of the other aspects of you, you know, kind of, you know, just flashing out there, all these other selves. And he kind of had to remember which one he was talking to. Well, let me and, stop uh, you there because you know, well, that's a, a great lead in to, <laughs> to the next question I have for you. There was uh, a, a sort of famous or infamous um, session that occurred on one Halloween. And uh, that was a fascinating story that I'd like you to tell because uh, this was basically an invitation to get in touch with other aspects of yourself in a, in a very concrete way. Oh, Is yeah. So tell us okay. a little bit about that. Okay. Uh, well, it was, it was basically, um, you know, obviously it was sometime in October, and Jane had said, you know, well, for giggles, uh, next week anyone who wants to uh, come dressed as uh, a member of the other sex. And, you know, we kind of thought about it, and, you know, I, I said, sure, well, what the heck. And I took it to the point where I shaved off my mustache, oh which my was, God. you know, <laughs> kind of green and thin at, at that time. But to me, it was, you know, quite spectacular. But uh, so I shaved off my mustache. I had, you know, shoulder length hair to begin with. And on the way up, uh, you know, we, we were all just dressed the way we were dressed. And then, you know, we got into town and we... <laughs> We pulled in to the McDonald's or whatever. Uh, there was a pizza place and a McDonald's that we would, you know, go to. And at, at any rate, so we we kind of walked into the bathrooms, and when we came, <laughs> we walked into the boys' bathroom, and we came out, and most of us were girls. And uh, I had a, a, a there was a gal in the car uh, who who made me up. You know, she mm -hmm. did stuff with my hair. I was wearing culottes, and um, she did a real she did a good job. And I also did a good job because I I felt this aspect. I felt this female aspect, and I and I kind of I just let her out. And when we got to class, you know, I I you know I walked in, and I and I had pull. I guess I had pulled it off very well because I walked in and some of the older guys were checking me out, kind of <laughs> flirting with me because they didn't know who I was. And I was mm -hmm. like, man, this, 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 this is kind of awful. You know, I just the, the gal, this is really what gals have to put up with all the time, you know? And, um, anyway, so I, you know, I sat down and, uh, uh, later on, you know, when Jane came in, you know, she was like dressed like this uh, French poet beatnik kind of guy, and she had uh, drawn on a uh, little goatee and mustache, and you know, it was it was really pretty amazing, and it was just. Uh, uh, 
uh, it was just really kind of astonishing for me to to feel that energy, to feel that actually, to feel a, a certain power, you know, because I, I saw the way these guys were looking at me, and I knew I had the power, or this energy in me had the power. You know, these guys didn't, I did. And uh, I, I never forgot that, you know, it, uh, it, was, well, it, was, it was quite an experience. Well, and that was, of course, only one of many ways that Jane, Seth, helped all of you uh, discover more of your multidimensional self. And, uh, and I told you that I, I thought, at least in spirit, I had been at that class, uh, even though I was nowhere near it when it was going on. Anyway, unfortunately, um, we're at the end uh, with great sadness and also with anticipation of exciting new opportunities. I must bring this episode and this show to an end. Lawrence, thanks so very much for being on the show and sharing uh, your experiences with Jane and Seth. Your you, being you, here you, has been a wonderful way to bring the show full circle Back to a primary focus on Seth, my primary mentor for understanding our multidimensional selves. Well, well, well thank you. I, 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 I made promises that I, I would plug. <laughs> oh, I the would Seth have conference. to throw out my a plug for the the conference that comes up in this coming March, and to to learn more about the California Seth Conference, which is a, a fun weekend. Uh, just go to www.californiasethconference.com and uh, as soon the, the information will be up there as to, uh, you know, what's, what's going to be happening this time out. And, and thank you so much for uh, having me as a guest. It's been fun. Absolutely. Okay, I want to take a moment to thank Randall Libero, my producer, and the entire production staff, especially Kevin, my engineer, and Brooke, my guide to posting on the Voice America blog. You were all <clears throat> fantastic. And I want to give a shout-out to Fred Mancini in Rhode Island. He is my 85-year-old uncle who has been avidly listening to all of my shows, emailing encouragement to me before and after each episode. Thanks so much, Uncle Fred. And I want to express my deepest gratitude also to my very supportive wife, Liz, and my very helpful, helpful friends. And finally, my heartfelt thanks to all of my other wonderful and faithful listeners. This is Dr. Joe Mancini, your host for Explorations in Consciousness with Dr. Joe, saying goodbye and knowing that we will meet again in many other venues and many other dimensions. May you all open to the peace of all that is in every moment of your lives. Thank you so much for listening for all these weeks, and a hearty good day to all of you. Thank you for tuning in to Explorations in Consciousness with Dr. Joe. Please join us again next Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We'll offer another enlightening program next week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.